Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be, it feels like a pointless existence. Well, I've got an email here from a guy who's obviously going through a difficult time in his life. He feels like he's got his family members, close friends, and even somebody that he used to date. He's just basically booting people out of his life because he doesn't feel like he's resonating with them and they never have anything positive to say. He feels like he's basically been a doormat his whole life and now he's kind of pushing some of these people away. They're a negative influence in his life. Now he feels kind of lonely. On one hand, he's standing up for himself and he's getting rid of the negative people but on the other hand, it's difficult because those people were close to him. So now he's thinking, what the hell? It feels like a pointless existence. There's obviously more going on here and he admits that he's been struggling on and off his whole life. So I got a quote that I wrote in this topic and then we're going to go through his email and analyze where he's at, which he needs to focus on in order to get to where he wants to be. And this is this particular email is like total case in point for like the quote that I share. I talk about with Jim that Jim Rohn said, it's so powerful. And he said, I'll take care of me for you and you take care of you for me. And that's a lot of what this guy really needs to focus on, which you'll see as we go through it. So this quote that I wrote says, the most important relationship that you will ever have in life is the relationship that you have with yourself. You decide whether or not your life and life circumstances make you happy. Until you can enjoy being single having fun by yourself and not needing anything or anyone outside of yourself to make you happy, you should focus on taking care of you first before getting into a relationship. You should love your family and carefully choose your peers and the people who you spend your time with. It is better to be by yourself than to spend your time with people who belittle, criticize, and discourage your goals and dreams. When you love yourself, are proud of yourself and believe in your own value, you will attract other like-minded people who love you, who are proud to know you, and who see your value. There's a great quote that Stevie Wonder said many years ago. He said, you can't live your life according to other people's expectations. And that's part of why this guy is suffering and having a difficult point in his life. All of us, I mean, people are unreasonable. They tend to be illogical at times and do things that are contrary to what we expect them to be. And if you place your happiness upon people acting or being a certain way or wanting things that you want and you attach your happiness to those expectations, nine times out of ten, people are going to disappoint you. And when you're constantly disappointed that other people don't meet your unreasonable expectations, it's going to be really hard to be happy. Why? Because of the rules that you've given yourself, whether you're conscious of it or not, of what it takes in order for you to be happy. So if you have all these unreasonable expectations, well, if this person does this or if this person loves me or if that person gives me the job I want or if I get that raise I've been looking for, then I'll be happy. And then say those things don't go that way. Well, then you can't be happy because you've decided ahead of time that your happiness depends upon these outside circumstances. And a very wise person once said, there is no way to happiness. Happiness 
is the way. Happiness is something you decide upon ahead of time. If you tend to focus on things to, that you have to be grateful for in your life and you ask yourself questions like, what do I have to be grateful for? Or I can be grateful about X that's in my life the way it is. Or I'm grateful that I have my health. I'm grateful that I'm moving towards the things that I want. I'm grateful that I'm determined. I'm grateful that I can make myself happy. Because if you can make yourself happy, even if you're sitting at home by yourself reading a book, it's like for me, like when I leave the house, even if I'm in a city where I don't know anybody, the way I look at the world is that everybody that I encounter is a brother or a sister. They are an ally. So even if I, I go to a restaurant in a city I've never been to before, I don't feel like I'm lonely. The way I look at it is that all those people are there or a part of my life or part of the human family. If I'm sitting in a restaurant, I engage the people that are the waiter or the waitress that's waiting on my table or I might have a conversation with somebody around my table or when I'm doing something or shopping, I might interact with other people shopping in the same places or I hop into an elevator. I'm chatting and talking to and being friendly with the people that are also sharing the elevator with me. And so I, the way I look at the world is that no matter where I go, I'm meeting other people. And it's a great skill to have. And I remember when I was younger, it's like you go to a movie. Well, you got to have a friend with you. And you go to a movie with a friend and what happens? You don't sit next to each other as like two dudes. Like, no, no, no we're not like really together. We're just, you know, there's, this, there's a scene in between us. And guys do shit like that. But how many of you watching this have gone gone to a movie by yourself just because you wanted to see the movie? You're not like calling all these different friends. Hey, let's go see this movie. Hey, let's go see that movie. And you schedule your life around people being available to hang out with you. But if you have the attitude of – I mean I, sometimes I'll go to a movie by myself and I'll be chatting you know, before the movie starts. I'll be talking to the people around me. It's just it's a completely different perspective. If you look at wherever you go, there are allies and friends of yours already there even though you may have not met them before. It's a completely different experience. If you feel lonely or sad, all you got to do is leave leave your house. Go out and interact with other people. That's the way I look at it. It's like once I leave the doors to my place, I'm interacting with people even though I might not know them. I chat with them as if I've known them my whole lives. Some people are really friendly. Some people aren't. It's really – it's a choice that I've made ahead of time and it would be a good one for this guy that wrote this email to make that same kind of choice. Because if you make your rules around what it has to happen in order for you to be happy and they're really difficult to achieve, you're never going to be happy and you're not going to be enjoying your life and it's all just because of what you're choosing to focus on. It's a mind fuck. So make it easy for you to be happy. Make it easy for thing for you to come up with things that you have to be grateful for. Even if it's just being able to breathe or having there's a I mean there's millions of people that are gonna go to bed tonight starving, hungry, not knowing where their next meal is going to come from or if they're gonna see another day. And if you got food in your belly and you're able to watch this video through the magic of the internet, 
you're way ahead of like 97% of the people in the world. That's definitely something to think about. There's a lot of people in the world that would trade places with you. There's a lot of people that if you've got your health, there's a lot of people that don't have their health right now. They would really love to have their health. So no matter how bad you got it, there's always somebody that's got it worse. He says, hello, Corey. I think I have cut nearly everyone out of my life for various reasons, but the underlying common thread would be because I feel that I am unappreciated, disrespected, and walked on. Well, first off is you got to learn to appreciate yourself first. You shouldn't be looking to other people to appreciate you because really it's not until you can appreciate your own fucking awesomeness that other people will notice it because if you don't think you're awesome and there's no reason to appreciate you and if you're focused that nobody tends to appreciate you, what that really is a reflection of is the fact that you don't appreciate and value yourself. And if you don't see it in yourself, you're not going to allow other people to see it and you're going to hang out and vibrate with people who don't see their value as well. And so since they don't see their own value, like attracts like, they're not going to see the value that you have to offer. And that's why if you want to become more successful in life, you should hang out with people that are more successful than you are and learn how they look at the world, how they approach problems, how they approach challenges in life, how they go about getting the things that they want. Sometimes I wonder if there is a sign hanging from my neck that says, take your shit here and wipe your ass here. I know you say we teach people how to treat us. Well, no one will ever do or say anything to you that you don't invite them to do. I mean, at the end of the day, you have to lovingly communicate to other people how you want to be treated and then you've got to give them the opportunity to treat you that way or not. And if you don't like how they're treating you and you can communicate a couple of times in a loving way what needs to change, if they don't stop or they don't treat you the way you want to be treated, you have to give them the gift of missing you. Because otherwise, if you continue to tolerate disrespect or violation of yourself, of your dignity, then you're enabling their behavior. You're inviting them to, to do it, continue to do it. I feel like most of my life I've been treated like a doormat and I'm not sure how to turn that off now, especially since people are so accustomed to treating me this way. So you've put up with this for a large majority of your life. And so there's a lot of people in your life who don't treat you very well. When I was younger, I had a lot of people in my life who I thought were my friends, who I thought cared about me. But the majority of them are really just in my life because of who I was or what they could get from me, whether it was business or clients or money or influence or significance, whatever it happened to be. When you go through a difficult time, you realize who's really on your team and who's not. And as I've gotten older, like when I was in my 20s, I hung out with the most popular kids from high school. Not because I was the most popular kid, but I knew how to make friends with people. I knew how to get people to like me, the things that I teach in my book and in my videos. And so when the weekend rolled around, I'd go out with my buddies and we there was a couple a handful of places that we used to go. And I knew a lot of people because they were popular in high school and I hung out with the popular kids. 
I got to know all these other people and just because of who I hung out with, it's social proof. Oh. And so what happens? I go out and there'd be two or three of us we'd go out together and we always knew people wherever we went. Literally, there'd be times I'd go out on a Friday or a Saturday night and there'd be 100 to 150 people that I would see that I knew from high school. And what was cool was because I knew a lot of guys and I knew a lot of girls from high school. Pretty girls that you go to school with or that you grow up with, when you see them out when you're in your 20s, they tend to have hot sorority sisters that they hang out with or co-workers after college. And so there was always new people. So I didn't ever have to go to meet anybody and have to make the effort to meet women. Even though I wasn't having a lot of success with women in my early 20s, there were a lot of them around and so there were a lot of people to practice upon. And since I knew so many people, Every weekend it was a new experience. There were always six, six, eight, ten, a dozen different people that I didn't know that I would meet. And sometimes I might see those same people out a week or two after that and they'd be with different people. So it's constantly a sea of people just because I was very social and I got to know a lot of people. I just became good at asking questions and listening. And everybody loves to have people who love to listen to them. And because I was such a good listener, and the people that I tended to hang out with were very outgoing and they had lots of stories to tell and I liked telling those stories. And I knew how to make them feel like I cared about them. I, I built some friendships that I've had for two and a half decades. Some of my friends I've known for 30 years. And it's wonderful that you can look back on life and have those kinds of friendships. But it's not – I don't have 150 great friends. The really truly great friends I have, and I count them all on one hand. But it's like you don't really realize – until you go through life over a certain period of time, who's really on your team and who's not on your team. But when you have a lot of people in your social circle and there's people constantly coming into and out of your life, even if you don't know people, you just get out there and you participate and you're good at asking questions and being sincerely interested in other people, things like right out of how to win friends and influence people, you're never going to be alone. You're never going to be a stranger and you're never going to be lonely because you can make friends wherever you go. It's a wonderful skill to have. And especially if you're at a, a phase in your life where you're doing some house cleaning like this guy is where he said, I'm fucking tired of this shit. I'm just not going to hang out with these people anymore. Even though some of them happen to be family members here. Sometimes you have to do that. My solution recently out of pure anger and fire is to just start pulling the plug on relationships and it's turned out to be pretty much everyone, a lover, several friends and the one that hurts the most, my brother and his family. I believe my dad is next. It's like I can understand. I love my dad. We have a great relationship now but he's lazy and when he's in a long-term relationship, he just tends to neglect things with his family. You know, I'll, sometimes I'll call him and I'll leave a message and he'll just forget that I even left him a message. But if he's single, he's, he drops what he's doing to talk to me. That's just the way he is. You know, my dad's 66, 67 years old at this point. And it's like, he's not going to change who he is. That's, that's the way he is. All I can do is be grateful he's here and be grateful that we have a good relationship now even though we didn't have a good relationship growing up. But there were a lot of years in my 20s where I didn't spend much time around him because I needed to be around people who were like-minded and supportive and I needed to have some success 
in my life and achieve some things because quite frankly he was getting in the way of that because he didn't have anything positive or uplifting to say. And once I made that success of myself and I had that, that successful businesses that I've talked about in the past, the real estate companies, the mortgage companies, the construction companies that I had, then he was a lot more willing to be supportive because he saw that I actually did the things that I said I was going to do. And sometimes you have to do that. Sometimes you're going to cut people out of your life. And then when they see that you're doing really well, they're like, hey, buddy, let's hang out. I got this business idea. Looking for investors. It's just amazing how people, people operate. I've been in very low, dark places in my life. And I'm no stranger to heartache and heartbreak. Everybody deals with it. You're not – it's not unique to you, dude. But it's all – you can't change the circumstances of your life but you always have control over what things mean to you. So give things an empowering meaning because otherwise if you give things a shitty meaning, if you are a glass is half empty kind of person, then you're always looking for the negative. But if you're a half, glass is half full type person, you tend to be an, op, an optimist. You tend to look for the gift in everything that happens, even things that most people would consider to be bad or negative or horrible. But I woke up Saturday morning to know what it was like to not to belong to anyone and this is an all-time new empty. Well, again, you've made the choice. The story that you're telling yourself is that you need somebody in your life to make you feel happy. And since you don't have somebody in your life, you're not happy. What if you change that story to say, hey, as, as long as I'm six feet above ground, I'm fucking happy. Every day is a good day. Every day is a gift. Every day is a fucking bonus. Every day that I'm alive is another chance, another opportunity I have to make my life the way I want it to be. Have a compelling vision for your life. Have a compelling mission. Have something that's exciting that you're working towards that you get up every day and you look forward to doing or becoming or learning about. It feels like a pointless existence. There was no reason to get out of bed not belonging to anyone or anything. In other words, what your, your story is that if I have somebody in my life, then I have a reason to get out of bed. Well, if you come up with your own reasons, if you have something that you want to build or you want to create in your life or something you want to become really skilled at and add value through a product or a service, either through a career or some kind of business, maybe you want to become an entrepreneur. This is something that you have to come up with. You have to come up with something that's exciting to you, that you like doing, that you enjoy doing, that you eventually would like to make a career or a business of. And in the pursuit of doing that, in the pursuit of having goals that are compelling to you, you'll have a reason to get out of bed. And the very fact that you have an exciting, compelling reason to get out of bed in the morning, you will move with a purpose. And other people will see that you are moving with a purpose. And when you move with a purpose, people like that. What is, the, what is a leader after all? The word lead means to go first. So if you're somebody that's getting up, that's motivating yourself to say go to the gym, to eat a healthy meal, to interact with other people, to make new friends, to advance your career, to engage with new potential romantic prospects. If you're choosing to do something just because it makes you happy, that makes you more attractive. 
In other words, you are self-motivated and people like that. It's like I talked about earlier in the video, hanging out with the most popular people that I went to high school with. I wasn't as popular or as funny or as great a storyteller or even close to being as good with women as they were, but I was good at getting people to like me and therefore they wanted to have me around and because I was around and I knew how to make friends, it was easy to make other friends. And even though I wasn't very good with women at that point in my life, I had a constant stream of people, women to practice on. Every weekend I met dozens of new women I would have never met if I was just sitting at home. But because I was a social person, that's why I learned very quickly. I learned, I was the, I was the repetition's mother of skill. It's just like if you are not good with people, go work in customer service, go wake tables, go tend bar, get a customer service job. Something where you, you're forced to interact with other people so you can develop those people skills. When you have a lot of cannon fodder to practice on a lot of people, I mean, you can practice things in your personal life, your sales skills, your career, business, getting investors, people with money that potentially can invest in your business down the road, creating rapport with other people, something I wasn't great at that. I didn't start out awesome at that. I've been practicing that since I was in middle school. When I was in middle school, my parents had their own business and I used to work there on the weekends to make some extra money. And it was customer service, giving change and things of that nature and, and the business that they had. So I had to become good at it. I, I mean, I was. I remember my dad telling me stories about how I was terrible at counting change. People would 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 pay for something I would take their $20 bill and I would really struggle to make change with a $20 bill. And my dad taught me a simple way to do it and I became good at that. I became more confident. And when, after I saw how to do it because my dad had been in the retail business so he was very used to doing customer service with people. I learned those skills and then when I decided when I was in, when I was in high school, when I was 17, 18 years old, I went out and I got I was able – because I developed and built my confidence working in my parents' business, I knew I had good people skills and I used those people skills that I had developed to get jobs just literally to walk in off the street and talk people into why they should hire me. It's pretty easy. When you can, when you can do things like that and when you can walk into a place of business and talk the owners or the managers into – Hiring you, it's a wonderful skill to have. But again, it's something you must practice. Nobody's born good at this stuff. You have to practice it. You have to rehearse at it. I'm so tired of people shitting on me and my solution lately is to walk away literally, cut off communication, dates, everything instantly, no explanation, just walk out the door. Now that no one has left, I'm not sure if it's best to just shut my mouth and keep going along with it or walk away like I've done. The good news is now you've got time in your hands. You don't have all these negative people in your life. Now you can say, what is it I really want? What would I do if I knew I could not fail? Ask yourself that kind of a question and write down what comes to mind. If you knew you couldn't fail, what would you do? What would you start working at today that maybe 10, 15, 20 years from now would be really exciting to where you can get to and where you'd want to be. And ask those kinds of questions. Read books. Get out there and start talking to people that maybe have the kind of business that you'd like to have somebody someday. 
or they have the type of career opportunities that you would like to have for yourself. And go sit down and talk to them. Google Corey Wayne how to get any job you want if you're in the market to find a better job or maybe you don't have a job. He says, this is all unfolded and fallen apart within a matter of weeks. Well, what I've learned in life is things fall apart so better things can fall together. The old version of you has to die and dissolve before the new one can be built. And what you've done, you create all this wonderful space in your life. Now you get to choose the kind of people, the kind of circumstances, and the activities that you really want. So you can create the life and lifestyle that you want. Now you don't have the interference of all these negative people bringing you down. This is a great thing. But you have to decide that this is a great thing. You've done these. You've made all these changes and you've booted these people out of your life. Now you've got space in your life. You have a clean slate, if you will. You can do anything you want now. You can build anything you want. It may take you two or three or four or five years to build a really great kick-ass peer group to support you and nurture you but that's okay all you need is one person your goal should be to have one person who's like-minded who's supportive who's also endeavoring to be awesome themselves this is an all new low i believe i've had to pick up the pieces many times in my life but this time feels different what's the point you got to have something compelling that you're working towards an emotion compelling goal it's good for you. Half the phone sessions that I do with people are people trying to either figure out their purposes or they're not happy in their career or they're not happy in their business and they're like, is this all there is? I want more than this for my life. Or they're not satisfied but there's lots of things that they're interested in but they're not really sure which direction they should go. I'm not sure why standing up for myself feels so empty. It's because you don't have a compelling vision for your life. It even says in the Bible, Without a vision, the people perish. I'm absolutely heartsick over this last one, my brother's family. I'm not sure where to go from here or where to turn. Are you able to offer any words of hope to help work through this? Again, what would you do if you knew you could not fail? That's what you need to ask yourself. And you need to start taking action and doing research and moving towards what you want. It's not about other people right now. You need to focus on you. It's like the quote I share with Jim Rohn. I'll take care of me for you and you take care of you for me. You need to take care of you right now. Forget about relationships and dating. Yeah, you can practice your skills and flirting and interacting with women when you encounter them. But your goal needs to be to focus on making your life awesome, a life that you're proud of, a purpose and a mission that you get up every day. Even if you have to work, you're still working for somebody else in a job you're not really that crazy about. If you've got something that you're working towards on the side or overall in your life you're working towards, maybe you're looking for other jobs, you can have something compelling, exciting to work towards. You have to have a reason to get out of bed and you just haven't given yourself a reason. You're te- you incorrectly have been telling yourself that you need somebody else. You need someone or something outside of you to make you happy. All you need is a great vision. If you have a great vision for your life, something you want to create, and then you move towards it and you move with a purpose in your life, other people are going to notice that, especially women. Women love guys with ambition, guys who march to the beat of their own drum. Remember what Steve McQueen said, I live for myself and I answer to nobody. I focus on making me happy first. That's the most important mission that you have right now. 
and you got all this space in your life and you got all these negative people that are out of your life. So now you have no reason. You should be relentlessly studying, reading, researching and writing in your journal or a pad of paper or even typing on a computer or an iPad or something, coming up with a compelling vision for your life. What you're trying to create. What do I want for my life? Have you asked yourself that question yet? And if you need help with that, then go and book a paid phone or Skype coaching session with me. You can do that by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.